0: Are you ready to jump into some true crime docs, crime thrillers, and more? Check out our website for an extensive list of our favorite movies and shows at thesirenspodcast.com slash what we watch, and find our favorite true crime and thriller books and authors, some covered on the show, at the sirenspodcast.com/slash author alley. You can even find special deals for Amazon Music, Audible, Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus, Showtime, and even Grubhub. If you're looking to jump in immediately, check out our pinned Facebook post for some streaming service free trials on us.
1: Welcome. The 20 Minute Missing and Murdered where we share a true crime in under 20 minutes. In these segments, we will be sharing information on missing people and cold cases. This podcast contains explicit content, so listener discretion is advised. The opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the views of the hosts and do not reflect the views of affiliates, associates, or sponsors of this podcast. And now, here's your siren, Raven Rollins.
0: Hey Killerinis, and welcome to our first ever episode of our new segment called 20 Minute Missing and Murdered. The goal of these segments is that we can share with you some of these cases that maybe we can't make full length episodes on because they're lacking details. They're cold cases. Um, But we still want to get these cases out into the public view or the public ear so that maybe we can help solve some of these cases and tell these victims stories as well. We also wanted to bring you some segments for those of you who maybe go back and forth to work every day and you only have time for a short episode. Maybe you don't have time for our full episodes. So the goal of these is to tell you about a murdered or missing cold case, something like that, in under 20 minutes these segments will be different from our regular segments. Um, One, because they will be much shorter. Two, most of them will be probably cold cases or unsolved. Three, these segments may only have one host. You may hear either me, Raven, or you might hear just Holly on an episode, Um, and we also are looking forward to possibly having Oklahoma Cold Cases do some episodes for us as well. On rare occasion, we will get together and do a short um, with Holly and I, so don't be disappointed there, Um, but you will see a lot of these probably coming out randomly here and there, and I just wanted to let you know what these episodes are about. That being said, today we are talking about Janet Love. Janet Love was found dead in her apartment in 1986 in Bedford, Texas, on L. Don Dodson Drive. Two co-workers found her body after she did not show up for work at Delta Airlines, where she was a ticket agent, and detectives determined that her attacker had entered her apartment, raped her, and then fatally shot her before fleeing the scene. Police said that detectives at the time followed numerous leads, but they could never identify a suspect in the case dna evidence was collected from the scene and later entered into the fbi combined dna index system when the database was created but the bedford uh, suspect's profile it never matched any other crime scene or offender this case remained unsolved from 1986 to 2020 but in 2020 detectives turned to a texas department of public safety grant called the Sexual Assault Kit Initiative Project. The grant uses funds from the US Department of Justice to conduct forensic genetic genealogy testing of DNA samples from unknown offenders who are linked to sexual assaults and sexually related homicides. And with the help of a genealogist and public records, Bedford detectives were able to use the DNA profile to piece together a family tree for a suspect. Detectives obtained the suspect's name and later requested the help of two family members to confirm the suspect's identity through a kinship analysis conducted by the University of North Texas Center for Human Identification. They were then able to confirm that Ray Anthony Chapa killed Janet Love. At the time of Janet's murder, Chapa was just a teenager, and he lived less than a 1,000 feet from her apartment complex, right in the same neighborhood. Police said Chapa had no known ties to the victim and was never considered a suspect until DNA technology revealed the truth. Bedford police did note that in 1986, DNA was just in its early stages and police departments did not regularly share information with other law enforcement agencies because of a lack of a central database. The search never stopped, said Bedford Police Sergeant Brett Bowen, who was one of the detectives on the Love case when it was cleared. It wasn't unsolved because of a lack of effort. We just needed science and technology to catch up to be able to put the final pieces together, he said. Detectives are working with the FBI and investigating other possible offenses that Chapa may have committed across the country. In addition to the Dallas-Fort Worth area, he also lived in Chicago and Montana. A sad part of this story, though, is that Chapa actually died in January 2021 of a terminal illness, so he'll actually never get to see justice for what he did to Janet all those years ago.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of 20 Minute Missing and Murdered. All suspects are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Join us next time on The Sirens Podcast. Do we have an outro? That's our outro, isn't it?